Peter did not understand the capacity of the blessings that Jesus wanted to bestow upon him. He was too small in his thinking. And so since he only put out a net, some of the blessing was lost because the net broke. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. And Pastor, I think sometimes we do miss out on what God wants to give us, the blessing that could be ours, because in a sense, our faith is too small. We don't walk in the faith that we've been talking about for the past couple of days. Um, It's really, I I think, a challenge for us sometimes to uh, have the faith to pray that big prayer to ask that big ask and to do so in a bold way yeah. uh, and, and yeah. really receive all that God has for us. Yeah. You know, I, I think about it. And like when I pray, there's times when I'll say, Lord, uh, this prayer's too small. Supersize it for hmm. me, you know? Yeah. And you look through scripture and that's why it's so important. We've been talking about it. That's why it's so important to get into the Word. What builds my faith to supersize it where I ask God for the big things? Ephesians chapter 3, 20 and 21. Now unto him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to his mighty working power in us. That's how our faith grows and, right. and, and our request grows. But many of us, I would say without fail, all of us at one time or another uh, have gone below uh, what God wants to do and give. And it's tragic. I'm reminded of the story uh, in the Old Testament where it was either Elijah or Elisha, one of the prophets. God said, go tell the king, I'm going to give him victory over his enemies. Shoot some arrows. So he shot three arrows. And God said, why did you only shoot three arrows? Now you only have three victories. Hmm. If you would have shot all the arrows, you would have defeated all your enemies. A classic example of what we're talking about out of Luke 5, that he just limited God by shooting three arrows instead of shooting the whole quiver of arrows. And sometimes we do that. And, 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 you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that per se, because once God gives us the over and abundance, then it increases our faith. Wow. Look at what God has done, you know, and, and so we trust him more. And I think so often it's because we don't have the right view of God. We we fail to see him for who he really is, for who he truly is. Not only that we're ever going to be able to fully grasp that on this side of eternity, but I think as we begin to understand more and more of who God is and, and what he can do, that does grow our faith. We it can't does. pray those big prayers. It does. And sometimes our God is too small. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's the problem. I When I start working on computer, I'm still computer illiterate, but uh, I was doing a series called But God. And so I punched in B-U-T-G-O-D, and it said no references found. Hmm. And uh, I called my secretary. I said, you know, you telling me do this, do this. This computer is stupid. She asked me one question. She said, did you capitalize the G? No, I didn't. And so the computer was smarter than I was because the computer would not recognize God with a small g. (laughs) Well, that could preach right there. But right now we're going to get into Luke 5 as we continue the message, launching out into the deep. 
Here's Pastor Ford. Now, Luke is the only one that uses this word master, and he uses it seven times. Here's the point. He was willing to submit even though he didn't understand, though it went against everything he knew. I hope somebody's getting this. I hope somebody's getting it. You're asking me to fish at the wrong time, broad open daylight. Wait a minute. Remember, there's a big crowd. Everybody's looking at him do this stupid stuff. What's he doing? He just washed his nets. Why is he going out there? Look at him. He's throwing his nuts out. What is wrong with that fool? What he been smoking? That's the same thing. Many people said when we said we're going to build a new sanctuary. Remember that? You remember that? Yeah. Look at it now. Got to be paid for, but <laughs> Amen. In other words, he said, Master, I submit to you. You're asking me to fish at the wrong time. What will my friends say? I look foolish. There's a great crowd watching. You know, you, you heard of uh, uh, the steamboat. They call it Fulton's Folly. And they were waiting for the initial launch. And there were thousands of people uh, on Mississippi River waiting for this uh, quote-unquote steamboat to start. And so they start saying, it ain't going to start. It won't start. It won't start. Then when it started, he's going down the river. They said, it ain't going to stop. It ain't going to stop. It ain't going to stop. That's the way people are. Peter could have said, I tried it and it didn't work. He could have been reluctant, but he had resolve. Notice he says, nevertheless, I don't care about the circumstances. You told me to launch out in the deep and catch some fish. And so therefore, I have a nevertheless. I haven't met with any results, but nevertheless. Do you have a nevertheless in your faith clause based on what God is telling you? See, Jesus knows where the stuff is. Jesus knows how to get it. He says, I want you to go and I want you to cast your nets over on the other side. Now, that's why I like King James, because my Bible says this. Let me just read it. Let down your nets for a drop. Here's what it says. And Simon, verse 5, said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. Jesus said, put them all out. He said, your master, I'm reluctant, but I'm not going to launch out like you asked me to launch out with all of my nets. I ain't putting all my nets. You know how long it took me to clean these nets? I'm not doing that. And listen, listen, folk, listen. I'm telling you, what is it that pleases God? Faith. Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. And so what do we need? Here it is. Everybody say it with me. What is faith? Give me my number one definition. Somebody always talking about, you say that a lot. Why come you can't say it behind me if I say it a lot? Because I guess it ain't as important to you as it is to me. Faith is believing it is so, even when it's not so, until it becomes so, because he said so. That's it. And so what are you doing? You're launching out by faith. You're believing God by faith. And here it is. Peter hedges his bet, and what happens? The net broke. The net broke. Oh, you don't realize it. The net broke. What that means is this. 
Peter, unlike us, did not understand the capacity of the blessings that Jesus wanted to bestow upon him. He was too small in his thinking, a net. And so since he only put out a net, some of the blessing was lost because the net broke. How much blessing are we losing because we don't trust God enough? See, see, many of us, we put out our net. Now he's saying, what about the rest of them? What about pulling out the stops? Not just in ministry. You said you want to get your education. You ought to have a vision for a PhD and you don't even have your GED. What about you? who said, I want to own my own home. And you still living in an apartment. Can you believe God for that? You got to have a vision. And you got to walk in the direction of the vision. <laughs> Say, what is vision, Pastor Ford? Well, Duke Ellington said, vision is like rhythm. If you got it, you don't need a definition. And if you don't got it, ain't no definition going to help you. A vision for what God wants to do. See, I don't know about you, but here's what it looks like. Peter is obeying just to be able to tell the Lord, I told you so. I told you so. Didn't I tell you this is not where you catch fish? Now look at the reward, verse 6. To be obedient is hard, but it's worth it. Notice we limit God by our failure, our short-sightedness to render full obedience. No, actually, we limit ourselves and hinder ourselves from receiving all the blessing God has for us. Now, here's a question. It's just a question. Could it be that the fish was a reward for allowing Jesus to use his boat? Could it be? Hmm. And so what happens? He has a harvest. In other words, what you plant comes up in the harvest. In verse 7, here's what he does. He shares the blessing. Why? Because we are called to be channels of blessing, not reservoirs. When we rehabbed our old sanctuary, we had pews. We had a committee. We said, what are we going to do with the old pews? Well, let's find a church and sell them to them. Oh, really? Sell it to them? <laughs> Check this out. We needed a Hammond B3 organ. We tried to buy one. We couldn't find one. As a matter of fact, your daddy was looking for one for us. Pastor Betts. I said to them, I said, if a church needs the pews, it means they're just starting. Why would we charge a church that's just starting? Why don't we just believe God and give it? So we gave it to a new church plant. Gave it to them. I get a call from that church a week later. Pastor, thank you for the pews. Thank your congregation for us. I will. You know, uh, we use a 
what you call that? What's called the thing you play? What's that? What's it? Synthesizer. And we have this old, I think it's a Hammond B3. Could you use it? blesses us so we can bless others. You, you say, what are, what are you doing? You, you got blessed last week. I've already found two guys that I know uh, uh, I'm getting ready to outfit them. I'm buying them suits, shoes, tie, shirt. I'm going to dress them up. I'm going to share the blessing. We're already looking for somebody to share the blessing. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> but, but that's it. We don't want to be somebody who holds everything in. We want to share it. We want to be a channel, not a reservoir. The Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea, and I was in it. It's the only body of water I've ever swum. I swam in the Dead Sea. Amen, because I sink. I'm a sinker, and everybody tried to teach me to swim. Oh, no, everybody can float. And they say, hold your breath, get in. And I go straight to the bottom. So I said everybody can float. I don't know, you weird. I, I, I knew I was weird. You got to tell me that. But I swam in the Dead Sea because nothing can sink there. Why? Because the water from the Jordan flows into the Dead Sea. It's the most richest body of water on earth. As a matter of fact, whenever Russia uh, begins to attack Israel, that's one of the reasons why they're going to attack them, according to the Scripture, because of the resources in the Dead Sea, China as well coming from the east because of the resources in the Dead Sea. And so it's so rich in minerals, you can't sink. But you can't stand up either, so I had to crawl back to shore because I couldn't stand up. But it was, it was great. It was great. But that's what's wrong with too many of us. We're Dead Sea Christians. Probably not the only one who's feeling maybe slightly convicted by that. <laughs> You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford. A message called Launching Out Into the Deep, and we'll get back to this teaching in just a moment. Hope you'll stay with us. Hey, maybe there's something that you've heard that's really encouraged you. Something through listening to Treasure Truth that's helped you get your finances back on track, help you understand a certain passage of Scripture, or maybe bring about some healing in a relationship, or, or save your marriage. Hey, we'd love to know your story. You can always share that with us by coming to treasuretruthradio.org. Click on the contact link. Give us your feedback. Let us know where you're listening and why. That's at treasuretruthradio.org. Again, here's Pastor Ford. Who has a $100 bill? Anybody? You got a $100 bill? Who got a $100 bill? You got a $100 bill? Come bring a $100 bill. $100 bill. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me just show this. Let me just show this. Okay, now, put that in my hand. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Okay, now watch this. Watch this. Okay, take it back. <laughs> Can't take it out. But go ahead, put, take another $100 bill and put it, put it in there. Take another 100 Take another 100 Take another 100 Take another 100 and, and, and put it in there. Put it in there. Okay, put it in there. Can't put it in there. Can't take it out but can't put nothing in either. Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, <laughs> yeah, 
receive, freely give. Hey, I'm telling you something. Christ's Bible. This community needs us more than they ever needed us before. Could it be that God is saying, I never ordained government to take care of people I called the church? And so now the church has to stand up by default. And listen, 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 this is my appeal again. I've been doing this for so many years. Man, we need some of you with entrepreneurial spirits to start some jobs. We need some businesses. We do. We need some businesses, y'all. Man, I'm, you, when I first came to this city, I've only been in this city for 36 years, but when I first came, 79th Street had stores all up and down. Uh, 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 63rd Street was a black mecca. When I, when, and, and just, just 36 years ago, I went up there. And it's like, wow, look at all these businesses. Look at it now. Man, we're, 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 we're being... Man, we're, we're, we're being jacked by everybody. Rent-to-own stores. Check-cashing stores. Title-loan stores. Go in other neighborhoods, you don't see that. They're preying on us. It's time to step up, collectively understand the wealth and power that we have in. If we were an independent nation, I believe now we'd be number eight. But everybody uses us as a consumer. We could start. Hey, I don't know how to do it, because if I did, we'd been had it. I'll tell you that right now. My business is Bible. But what's your business? What is it that God has given you an acumen for? Is it counseling? Is it working with our young people? Is it getting involved in the community initiative? What is it? I'm just challenging you today, that's all. Notice, notice the results. Three things happen. Let me drop them. I'm not going to push them. Here's the results. Notice what Peter says. Peter says, uh, fell down at Jesus' feet, depart from me. I'm a sinful man, O Lord. Acknowledgement of my perversion. Whenever God begins to do this, I begin to see him in a new light. That's what Peter did. Was it about fish? No, it was about a deeper commitment, about Peter coming to a recognition. Uh, so he called the others. Notice what happened. The boat began to sink. Many hands make light work, and God began to bless them as they made the move toward what God said. All we got to do is move in that direction. You'll see God pile things on. You'll see God pile things on. Man, you know, I wasn't going to share this, but I'm going to share this real quick. I started this uh, new look at old prayer because I think we need to become people of prayer. I was sharing it with the vice president of Northern Bank. And uh, he said to me, man, I'd like you to come to the bank and do that. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, uh, have a hundred people 
So I think what I'll do is I'll buy a hundred books and a hundred study guides. I say, show you right. Sure you right. Then I shared the initiative. And he said, you know what? There might be something we can do. I think I'm going to hook you up with our community development person. All I did was just move in the direction God's telling me, and he's adding to it. My ship is beginning to sink. It's like, wow, look at that. God is expanding it, and I didn't even expect it. I'll keep you up on what's happening. I'm going to keep you up on what's happening because, you know, once you give me a little piece of fish, you know, then I, I want the whole thing. So then notice, secondly, not just an acknowledgement of my perversion, an acknowledgement of the master's person. Notice what happens then. He says, depart from me for I'm a simple man, O Lord. He was astonished and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. And, and so Jesus said to them, Fear not. Man, he always calms the storm within before he calms the storm without. Here's the last one, and I'm done. There's an acknowledgement of ministry priority. They're fishermen. Jesus comes and says, I want to show you something like he did with Ray Glover. I want to show you something, what I can do with you if you will surrender to me. I, I can give you more than a quarter million dollars a year. I can give you purpose and destiny. And here's what it says. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. If you want what you never had, you've got to do what you've never done. If you always do what you always did, then you always get what you always got. If you want something you never had, salvation, you've got to do something you've never done except Jesus Christ. To see what you've never seen, to go where you've never gone, because the universe is still a huge place to be. Earth is still a hostile place to be. Heaven is still a holy place to be. Hell is still a hot place to be. And salvation is still a happy place to be. And Jesus is still coming again. We're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford and our message launching out into the deep from Luke 5. Maybe uh, you missed part of today's broadcast. Well, you can go back and listen by coming to our website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. You can stream a program or download an MP3 for free. also want to let you know that if you ever have a question about something you hear on the broadcast, you can always uh, send us a note through our website. Come to treasuredtruthradio.org and ask that question. Who knows? We just might uh, answer that on a future broadcast. You can also give us some feedback. Let us know where you're listening, because I know this radio broadcast literally does go around the world as people listen online and through mobile devices. So if you are listening in another part of the world, we'd love to hear from you. Even if you're just listening down the street from our studios here, let us know where you're listening, why you're listening, and what sort of difference Pastor Ford's teaching is making in your life. Again, come to treasuretruthradio.org and click on the contact link. Well, thanks for doing that and for listening today. Thanks to our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.